sweet tea. Mm-hmm. From where? That's 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 what counts. <laughs> where the sweet tea from? It's the one with the blue label. You know, they have the raspberry as well and the peach. It's not Turkey Hill, unfortunately. You talking about the uh the peaks? It's like it's like peak, it's something peak. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think it is peaks. I think peaks is the oh yeah, they are. They are right. they get the pass, they get the they get the natural pass, the organic pass. Okay, don't do that. Don't be like that. we hot. We back. My vibes is not on. We lunching. No, hold on, hold on. All right, now we back. Once again, you know, we got B in the house. And B, where you at? I am in Scottsdale, Arizona. Ooh. Is it hot? Surprisingly, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, we was on the phone early. I was like, let me get like 10, 10 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be 101 tomorrow, so I'm not excited about that. Let me get 10 degrees. In Scottsdale, Arizona, they're doing the Oliveira and Gaethje fight. That's going to be May 7th. Yeah, Mr. Backpack himself. Mr. Backpack. I'm an aspiring backpack. <laughs> I'm about to put yep. that in my profile. <laughs> aspiring backpack. Right in the bio. As long as right. they know where it's at. Yep. As long as you know. As long as you know. So recently, we had UFC Vegas. Mm-hmm. 52 lemos versus andrade had the ladies going at it and it was a it was a good night it was a good fight night and i was very i was i was pleased i was pleased with the the main card for sure i was too and i was surprised but i knew that lemos and andre fight was gonna be good because they both got something to prove and it turned out to be a great fight short one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but great so yeah we're gonna get into it let's talk yeah. about it hey it's the roundhouse round table let's get it <laughs> i swear my glow up in lightning hot yeah something like lightning this shit a hit on my psychic she want me lick i'm excited see i feel that that's my business and that's why i'm business minded need a push get behind it it's a science apply it worst come the worst you tried it get a bag get a spy Effort, I admire you hired. Ain't looking for friends at this point. My circle is small as a point. Yeah, I'd rather send an invoice than hearing a fake on their voice. It sound like a business report. Don't fuck with the business part of the roundhouse round table. Me, Armani T, and I got my homie, my brother. It's the ROD. Let's get it, man. Let's talk about it. Say please. That's one. Please. Don't need. No one is too <laughs> <laughs> UFC Vegas 52. Andrade versus Lemos. No cap recap. Let's start with the prelims. Let's let's get into it. The first one, that DQ, man. Mm. That was a that was a hard eye poke. That it was, was a hard them. eye poke, and it looked like he scratched the bottom of his eye, but that also came after he got kicked in the dick really hard. Like <laughs> It was intense, but the fact that he was able to hold a conversation, I got a couple complaints about that. The commentators commented on it, but before that, you can tell they were <laughs> they were trying to coach. They were super annoying about that, talking about rolling the shoulder, Mayweather. I'm like, oh my goodness, the, why y'all? Okay, yeah. So that was a little bit annoying. And then that kick to the dick, 
He said, fuck the diamond cup. <laughs> like, this man, this man went, has too much went energy. right through the diamond cup. Yeah, he was a fucking comedian on the ground, though. Yeah, he, he was- had too much energy on the ground. Um, <laughs> that was a little bit annoying. But then right afterwards, he got poked in the eye, scratched in the eye is what yeah. it looked like. He got scratched in the eye. But he was not winning that fight. And it's just like, he don't want to fight this man no more, it, which was crazy. That was crazy. Yep. Yep, he yep, he was like, Nope, I'm good. Don't want to fight like this. Yeah. When he won, his eye was open. I was like, How's he opening his eye? Like he's looking around, people are talking to him. His coach told him to come look at him, looked at him real quick. And then that's when he when they both made eye contact. He like kind of like blinked again, like it was hurting. I, I can understand it might be a little sore, but if he was if he was still able to see and if it wasn't that bad, but it looked bad. It looked it looked bad enough to just be like, All right, nah. It did, but he was also able to open his eyes. And then before he was like, I can't open my eye. He had a whole yeah. towel on it and everything. He yeah. was just, you know, giving the charades on. And then at the end, like once it's over, they called it. Mm-hmm. Like now you can open your eyes. Very yeah. suspicious. You know, he was like, I don't want it to go like that. I don't want yeah, it to go. I don't like want to lose. But you know, you shouldn't want to win like that either. But you know, some people yeah. are different. But Dean Barry, it seemed like the tide was shifting in his direction. But the boxing aspect uh, with Mike Jackson, that shoulder roll that they was talking about, like that Mayweather does. Yeah, Mayweather does it, but he was Mike Jackson was exaggerating it. And you could see that when he was waiting, he was like waiting for it to, to roll with it. He was really mm-hmm. getting a lot of good opportunities off, off that shoulder roll, though. Like that he was, was helping. But he was starting to get pieced up as well. Like once yeah. he started to find his flow, it was just, it was going to be lights out for him real soon. So I think that's why he was just like, I'd rather not have it in that way. But like every fight's not going to be like that. You're going to have to get in there mm-hmm. and go in the trenches. And it's, yep. you know, you have to be ready for it. So, yeah, but I, I think he I think he just counted his loss for he was or counted his W. He was just like, you know, this is a this is an early fight. You know, it's not like a championship fight, something uh, a title contender fight. Like so, you know, I guess he 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 chalked this one up and some people are different. Now he could just hop back in the gym. Yeah, some some people are different because some people going guys like Bisbing are, are going to fight, you know, with that eye, mm-hmm. you know, fuck it. Like. I remember DC Daniel Cormier, his whole eye was like tilted a whole different way because <laughs> from an eye poke. And he was like, no, I'm all right. Like, what the fuck? These guys, is, that's what I'm saying. Different. They be different. Some people are different. Different breed. Yeah. Different breed. Yeah. But everybody not going to go like that. So just be ready next time. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that was Dean Barry versus Mike Jackson. Shout out to Barry for that hard ass <laughs> tattoo on his uh, stomach. That shit was lit. Yeah, like you that 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 takes a different mindset to just sacrifice. I don't want people to see my abs. You know what I'm saying? That, like that's like you know I don't want people to see my abs. You know I don't care about nothing. No, you know it's just, it, it was just the tattoo is just nice and it's the perfect placement and it just looks mm-hmm. good. So I'm like I'm sure you could still see his abs through it if he had like rock hard abs, but he not at that stage right now. So yeah, at the fighting stage, like you know that's that's damn near like depleted, like. You know calories and shit, <laughs> but <laughs> for real, bro, they be coming to you know how you see them at weigh-ins. Mm-hmm. Felipe Lenz versus Marcin Prahino. That was this a dog was the, fight. Yeah, that's what I about yeah. to say. This was this that was, was a, a dog scrap. fight. Yeah, but Lenz was beating him up and just 
Paquino, he was surviving. It got to a point where he was surviving, but he was still being active. But you can tell he was just mostly surviving, mm-hmm. especially in the third round. But I thought it was a good fight, but definitely that those takedowns were great. Yeah. And it's just like a lot of these guys, they they just dismiss that groundwork. They get so caught mm-hmm. up in those knockouts and being light heavyweight. Nah, them guys is going to roll with you now. Like those yeah. guys that are quick, you know, they're going to roll. They're going to move around with you. And I, I think Prahino, maybe maybe he didn't, maybe he underestimated this one. I don't know. I don't mm. know. He thought he, maybe he thought he had this one in the bag. Because well, I, I could see That's, that's where he went wrong, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, a, in a bad way, because. In a bad way, yep. Like, you can't be underestimating people. Mm-hmm. That's just, you can't do that. Super close fight to me. It was. You know, mm-hmm. you know it was close in the sense of how many times lens uh almost you know could have went out like how many yeah. times he he came close to to I not having a fight and being in there yeah. for 15 minutes because he was the underdog and mm-hmm. if i would have bet this time good thing i didn't you know <laughs> <laughs> i probably would have been, been taking a, a break from them bettings because because i had to because it's like i had that that awesome that awesome w with that the Aljo fight, and that's when I was like, okay, let me let me take some time off now because I know these other two fights, I know they're not going to really be hitting it hard, but I, but this weekend, yep, Rob okay. Font Jose, okay, okay, yeah, we're gonna talk about it though. Mm-hmm. So, Preston Parsons versus Evan Elder. Evan Elder came in on short notice. Uh, last fight for Parsons. Parsons was the short notice fight. Mm-hmm. Parsons just seemed like he was like the step better. Like, you know, he, he seemed like he had a full camp. You know what I'm saying? He seemed like he was ready, you know? Yeah, and then, but I did notice there was a lot of coaching in round one for from the commentators uh, mm. for Parsons. And mm. like, I get really annoyed, but it also shows you who they're going for because mm. they want to give that person the most advice coaching. But Parsons' ground and pound was severe that and the takedowns were immaculate how he was just switching it at the last minute to get those legs that is where i'm aspiring to be <laughs> he, he hasn't figured out <laughs> he really does have it figured out and then the head and arm was there all day but every every time wet was in the way and but the way the way he was getting out of that was so smooth and i was like mm, i'm gonna try that I want to try that. That's something that, like, I got to say, like, Evan Elder's jujitsu and def- and defense is Ooh, elite. It's, nice. it's it elite. It, like, it he, most definitely. Especially first round, every time that he got him down, it was like he was using proper technique to get himself right back up. So, yeah. Evan Elder, I, I saw when he said in the camera, he was like, give me a full fight cam. Watch, watch, watch. And I believe him. I believe him. That's His up. boxing was slick. He got to invest in himself. Like mm-hmm. that's part of being a well-rounded fighter. That, that was his UFC to. debut too. Well, it was he did good. Like that, I wouldn't a, count him out. Like he exactly. didn't get knocked out. He went the full rounds and mm-hmm. he was just making it to the end. I thought it was a really good fight, but yeah. Parson definitely had his takedown was immaculate. It mm-hmm. was just it was it was immaculate. So yeah. but he did good though. He did the work that uh Evan Elder is about to do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. He he did that. It's good that he got to see his himself get some footage. 
I don't mm-hmm. see the UFC like denying him uh, any fights. I know the UFC wants to see him fight again. Shit, I want to see him fight again. Yeah, because like, I think it'll be great. Exactly. You know, uh, as both of them. I want to see both of them fight again. That's the thing about it. That's how this was such a good fight because mm-hmm. you want to see both of the fighters again normally you you don't one might get shut out and you might not even know their name and you might forget yeah. about their name but it was a good fight shout out to preston parsons he did his thing next speaking of did their thing god damn arichi long arichi long i had to write the pronunciation out <laughs> i was like i gotta be ready <laughs> I gotta be ready. I'm trying. Uh, so if that's not it, I'm sorry. They had it wrong too. So no. <laughs> I'll reach you long. Man. Versus Cameron Else. The way he flattened that man out before the beatings, that it was so smooth. It was so smooth that he just <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> because he was beating them so bad. Because it was like Cameron Else already quit prior to the hands. Like he already. Yep. Once he put his hands over his head and submitted, it was mm-hmm. his legs that the leg activity was which made the ref keep thinking he was still fighting. But that was yeah. Art Long behind him, like <laughs> flattening him out. Flattening him out. But I do want to point out something. Else had a nasty big toe. It looked like it was infected. It was discolored and everything. I don't know if that was due to the foot stomping or if it was already there, but I noticed it when they were on the ground, the big toe on his right foot was discolored. I'm wondering if it happened from that foot stomp. Just want to throw that out there. You said it was discolored? It was discolored. Oh, I didn't see that. Go back and look. Yeah, go back and look and and make sure you put it right there. (laughs) Came through with the round one dub versus camera else. I thought Cameron else was going to, you know, do something else, but <laughs> all right, long, he, he was, came in there on a mission. Yep. That was obvious. Yep. That was obvious. And he went down in weight. So now, oh. you know, that strength, you know. This looks like a good weight class for him. He might be right at home with this weight class. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to see him fight again and see what happens. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting to see too what he could do it in three rounds. Cause like at first, you know, this is one round and he's just a slugger. So he'd be trying to get it done. I wonder what his gas tank is like. Exactly. That's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cause that, that. That's, the, that's the, that's the big question. That's the, even, can we even see you in the championship space? Like, you know, that gas tank, like, cause that's something that you could work on, but it, you know, you can only get so far with it and learn how to control it and, manage it yeah that's true next tyson pedro versus ike villanueva round one i got a lot of things to say about this round one but that man stalking was crazy just poaching like just 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 it was (laughs) intense and he kept the same face the entire time and dc even commented on it he said like yeah i like the face but he's not really throwing anything but when he did each time it was on target the first Mm -hmm. and second time it was straight back didn't have a lot of power but it was on point so but also villanueva he looked like he knew he was gonna lose that fight he didn't have the confidence Mm-hmm. At the start of the match, and he looked like he just wanted to go out there and get it over with. So mm-hmm. that was his defeating moment to me. 
but also in the ring, <laughs> Pedro hit him with this eye contact. He did this, mm-hmm. like, hey, we up here, because he was just stalking and watching him the entire mm-hmm. time. And then Villanueva is just looking down and around, and then got popped. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, make this icon. He was just breaking his spirit down the entire time. But that third leg kick had him wobble. Oh it took goodness. him three leg Oof. kicks. And then on the fourth one, that was it. He was mm. calling it out. It, it, it looked so his his leg looked just like a little poor dog. It was all up and limp. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, it's please don't get it again. <laughs> he just looked so sad. I felt that so bad it. for him. But he just... He went in there and got it done. He definitely had a lot to prove from all his previous surgeries. Oh, yeah. The man looked great, though. His physique looked great. Mm-hmm. He just looked like he was just ready there. And he, this is what he's been waiting on. Mm-hmm. He looked phenomenal, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see him and more fights in the future to see what else What else you have for us. Because that's, that that's the same, same. It's just like one of those guys who, who had those layoffs. So like now it's like, now it's time to get to it. Like you got the mm-hmm. round one. You got the round one done, so now it's time yep. to see what's next. And Ike Villanueva, I'm, I'm thinking, like, why you ain't think about the knees? <laughs> like, why you ain't think about the knees? Like, he, it, it, I don't know if that was just, like, a, a thing, like, a moral thing, like, no, I ain't going to do that. But I was thinking, like, if that was if that was something, like, he's going after your legs. <laughs> he literally almost ended the fight based on your legs because it, it wasn't the, ne- the leg that ended the fight. It was that that straight uppercut while he was on the ground, but on the mat against the yeah, cage. Yeah, but that leg, that leg was done though. So mm-hmm. he didn't want to keep was going. Finished. Leg it was, was just the icing on the cake mm-hmm. um, had to be, you know, sprinkled on top at the mm-hmm. end, you know, because sometimes you have to do that because refs don't want to stop it. We'll exactly. talk about that because one went on too long. That should have been stopped. Exactly. So, exactly. you know. Well, shout out to Tyson Pedro. Welcome back. You know, mm-hmm. light heavyweight is has been waiting for you. Oh, yeah. So they, <laughs> it's a lot going on. So I wonder who you're gonna fight next. Wonder yeah, who I'm excited to see it because he yep. just looked great. So I'll, yep. it, whoever he goes against need to have a gas tank. They need to be ready to go yeah. all three rounds. That's and that's the that's the end question too. So it's, yeah. if it's going to be two people that just gassing each other out next, oh, fight of the night, you got Dwight Grant versus Sergi Kehandosko. Grant was doing so good in the beginning. <laughs> he was. It, it went down. Yeah, I was rooting for him, but it was the pressure. And, and I think that's see that, but that goes back to being a well-rounded fighter, mentally, physically. You need all of that. Mm-hmm. That's all important. You need to be able to channel yourself and tune things out that makes too much noise and throw you off your game. Mm-hmm. And even when it throws you off your game, you still need to be able to navigate through the trenches because that's where it matters. Round two. Sergi got it done. Definitely did. Uh, I think uh, Dwight Grant was looking good in the first, of course. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the pressure was was really like just, just building. Mm-hmm. And it's like he panicked against the cage. Yeah. And Sergi knew that's what he was doing because it seemed like he did it uh, once or twice before he actually finished him against the cage. Mm-hmm. Like he... Like he get he'll get himself too close to the cage before he wants to start doing a fake juke and fainting and all that. Mm-hmm. And then when Sergi's already pressing forward, it's, it's already too late. Yep. <laughs> like the next thing you do is just back up. Next thing you do, that head is against the cage and the fist yeah. is against your face. 
So unfortunately, yep. And that's that's just another fight that shows you it ain't over till it's over. It because not. You, you can't you can't get defeated in the first round mm-hmm. because if you do, it, it's gonna show, unfortunately. So you gotta it keep like, pushing for it. It's the yep, it's the, the mental mental defeat mm-hmm. that's in there. It's just like but but that's what fighting is. You're going to a point where you break one like your opponent, like psychological so what, warfare whether it's mentally or physically it's like, both. you know because though no, you could you could beat somebody physically and and they not mentally be beaten like mm-hmm. you know like you seen connor yell up against the cage with his leg broken yeah but that's just <laughs> he gotta say so speaking of connor um he's supposed to be back in the ring in the fall i want to see him beat the dog just, shit out of just him. what is he he go if Volkanovski do this, he's doing this for the clout. He doing this for the clout. In his career. He doing it for the clout. Whatever but the case may be. Shout out to Sergi though on getting it done. Dwight Grant. I don't know. I don't know. I know Sergi going up now. I know now he's a he's in a, a conversation of like who's next for him. Speaking of next, next, Jordan Wright <laughs> versus Mark Andre Barriot. Guillotine. Yeah. There's a deep, deep guillotine. Jordan Wright got the right head for a guillotine. <laughs> like, you know, you could get that right. Once you get that the back of the head crimped right there, it's a wrap. He's not yeah. it's not going nowhere else. Like you got all that space because the you know the head mm. length. I'm just saying, like, that was elite. You know what was elite? The next guillotine that happened after that? <laughs> that was elite. Oh, yeah. man, that was elite. Yeah. Shout out to, to uh, Barrio. Uh, we have, since B want to get right into it, then let's, let's get talk right about into it. the main card. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about it. Lando Venata versus Charles Jordan. Air Jordan. <laughs> hey, we got to go with the Air Jordan. Came one through with the round one guillotine. Round one with the one arm guillotine. Goddamn. And you know what he said? He's like, that is something that I practice. It when you do it with two hands, it doesn't get as deep. But once you got it, you got it. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm about to go perfect that because two hand guillotines don't work for me. So <laughs> I'm excited to try that on you, actually. <laughs> You know, I like to do like get underneath mm-hmm. and then get my arm across their back and just keep reaching across their back. Oh, I like that. It gets super tight. Oh, it looks like it. And then even if it's not all the way under the chin, it still creeps under the chin. Like it's it's kind of like uh those that wrenching motion, finger walking. I know. Okay. <laughs> working tip. on my finger walking. Thank you for yeah. the tip. Yeah. That's the tip, like of course. That's that's what it is. That's what you know. That's the jujitsu world. You know, that's the martial arts world. Mm-hmm. And next, oh oh, one arm guillotine is super elite. I think Jordan just wanted to get it over with because mm-hmm. he's still leveling out to his competition level, and it's going to take it's going to take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But Charles Jordan is definitely going up, man, and his top ten potential for real. I'm excited to see him next as well. Uh, he also said that people forget that he a black belt. So, you know, <laughs> you don't forget, forget that. He don't. <laughs> people 
people don't forget. <laughs> so I guess that was a good reminder. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what he has in store for the future as well. It's gonna be great. That's a big reminder. One handed guillotine, like that's crazy. It's there's some other some crazy submissions stuff. going on. Elites. <laughs> like <laughs> so next we got Macy Barber versus Montana de la Rosa. <laughs> oh, you like the accent? You like the accent? No. I see you. I see you. Yeah, came through with the unanimous decision. This she got this she one. Did. This she, one was she not a layup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was one not. And I say that because sometimes, like, it seemed like Macy Barber had gotten some layups, some hard layups, and then they still nudged it her ways. This is, you know, this the judges were actually very, very true. I can say that I didn't have too many disagreements with the judges <laughs> for this event. Compared to you know last Ooh, last, last event oh, you know with all goodness. those like inconsistencies and so inconsistent yeah so anyway trying to get, I ain't trying to get too sidetracked yeah uh, De La Rosa uh, this one broke my heart because I really wanted De La Rosa to come through with the W I was going to put money on her but good thing I didn't bet this past <laughs> weekend um, Macy Barber just wanted it more like yeah. she, she ain't trying to lose her damn job yeah that's because that's that's where it's getting she's really seeing that like the competition level is definitely changing based on those layups that she got that were not really layups <laughs> she had to really put some body into that <laughs> yeah she kept getting her on the ground though and yep. just making it her world she made it look easy for the most part mm-hmm. we'll speaking see what, of, what's next i was about to say speaking of make it look easy claudio puyez versus clay gita with the knee bar in round he one rolled into it he rolled into it so smooth. Elite. It was very elite. I am <laughs> what? anxious to see what's next for this man because he is a problem. You don't just be able to hit that like three times in your UFC career, like just hitting hitting it on guys. Like that's saying that that is a very weak point that guys don't focus on is that roll. And a lot of guys are willing to roll with you because they don't think about those small increments of the second of like going all the way over. Cause there's a lot of things happening as you're going over. And like, you know, even I'm still learning that, like, <laughs> you know, you get to the other side, you're getting choked out. Uh, but yeah, he said he doesn't even practice that in a gym. He said, that's just something that he does. And I'm like, what? But he must do it off that roll because I saw him isolate the leg before he hit the roll. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, this is about to happen. <laughs> he made it a quick night. And then he even did it against an elite wrestler. So that no, that, like that shows you mm-hmm. what he, what he's going to yeah. potentially do to people. And I'm excited to see it. He didn't even see it coming. It happened so fast. Like just seeing it for the, in live action when it first happened, it was, I was like, whoa, wait, what, what just happened? And now I got a feeling that People in the UFC, you want to see this a lot more. You want to see a lot more knee bars in the UFC. Watch what I say. Point. Watch, yeah. Apparently, it's, either, it's a. It's gonna be that, or they're gonna make it uh, like some kind of rule, some type of mm-hmm. rule against it. So I think you're gonna get both. You're gonna get an increase in knee bars, but that's mm-hmm. gonna cause some type of rule to be created about knee bars. Yeah, well, that depends. Saying? That depends because you know that they they kind of it's kind of like the same thing with the oblique kicks. You know the, those Ooh. high kicks close to the knee. Like I think a lot of it has not been enough 
like fight enders mm-hmm. slash career enders. I see what you're saying. So for, if it for ends that to happen, careers, then I it's think, probably gonna happen. So right now, I guess it's just excitement until people actually <laughs> start just really going overboard with it, or yeah, just yeah, people not tapping in time mm-hmm. and. Because yeah. that knee, yep, that and that's another thing with a knee bar. Like you don't know it's really, really tight sometimes until sometimes it's too late. You got to just yeah. understand pressures sometimes, yeah. not pain. Yeah, because those knee bars a lot of times is pressure. Same thing with the you know the calf slicers and and arm slicers and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. But, I guess we'll yeah. see what happens, but I'm excited to see who he faces next. Clay Gita didn't have a chance though. He did not. And I hope it's against somebody who is also a black belt so we can mm-hmm. see like some real groundwork. But before that, mm-hmm. the way that he was just shifting and just offering a different submission every time they were rolling, that was elite too. So you that, knew something was coming fast. Yeah. Clay Clay uh Gita did do a good job defending some of those submissions because a lot of those were definitely there, but he yep. was just like, oh nope. And that seemed like that was a lot of muscle memory and just already just doing a lot of rolling and being on the ground already. Yeah. And, you know, Clay, Clay, he was, he's been going on a run and he's been doing his thing, but uh, Claudio definitely needed this one to get the attention. And I think that's oh, what yeah. it did. You know, S- speaking of get the attention, <laughs> Jessica Andrade versus Amanda Lemos. Oh, man. You know, like, low-key, I was hoping Lamos would win, but in my heart, I knew she wasn't going to win because Andre, like, she is very decorated. She's a heavy hitter, and she definitely has something to prove trying to climb back up in her weight class. So I knew she was going to be a problem, and I knew it was going to be a good fight. But in the beginning, it was not going her way. She was definitely getting them leg kicks and she was getting pressed out and when nothing happening. But then she capitalized on a small window she had and it was successful. It was beautiful. That's something that I always notice from the people who who haven't, the fighters who haven't really, their first time doing a, a five round fight. They really mm-hmm. kind of go all in the first round. And you'll see the the person who's already been there, normally the 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 person who's been there longer or been done more five round fights or mm-hmm. the champion, you'll see them let, let them get off what they need to get off in the first round. And it seemed like that's what Jessica Andrade was doing. Just let her get off what she wanted to get off in the first round. I was worried that like, if the fight was going to go on, Lemos was going to continue to, to do that. And mm-hmm. I don't think Jessica Andrade would have been able to answer to that besides take her to the ground. And the yeah, wild thing about it a, was she got a good ground game too exactly that's what i'm saying the wild thing about that was she was like okay <laughs> i ain't gonna take you to the ground then <laughs> yeah because she definitely had the option to take it to the ground i am watching somebody do a tiktok right now and it's so cringy oh my god oh, <laughs> oh man that was so cringy oh my goodness i'm sorry it was just no that's not the one it was the the open the leg one (laughs) so bad oh my goodness i wish i would have recorded it but sorry uh yeah she just (laughs) i think she was very hesitant to take it to the ground because it looked like at one point she wanted to get her on the ground but that height 
that height advantage, like she got them long legs and long arms, I can just wrap around you and it's going to be a lot easier for me and I, she would be at the advantage. So it was in her best interest to stay up and just squeeze like an anaconda and it worked in her favor. I ain't mad at it. I'm not mad. She used the cage. She used her height. She used her strength, you know, perfectly all in that moment to get that that perfect yep. submission. That's what, that's what, see, that's like the perfect example when I be telling people like, that's why I like watching women fights because mm-hmm. I don't know why for men, it seemed like that doesn't happen that often. That something like that won't happen that, you know, that often. And, it, and to see it now, it's just like, we could do that. <laughs> like, oh, we could, we could do that. Like, a lot of times guys wouldn't think about doing that. Like, no, I'm gonna take him to the ground. No, like, no. She was elite in that moment. Like, that's you that's got why it, you got it. Exactly. So that's why that's why I was just happy to see that. Like, just to be, be the first time that happened. Like, she made some history yeah. on this fight night. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's a that's big. And a beautiful a sta- thing. Standard arm triangle. I was confused because, like, when it comes to the arm triangle, the head and arm choke. I mess up in the areas of like finding where to put your knee and the the twist. Like it takes perfect, it takes like damn near perfect mechanics to get a head and arm choke. And she got that shit standing up. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. What's his face? Let's see. Uh, Parson, and, Parson and Elder, take some notes. You might want to hit her up by the head and arm because I know it was slipping out and sweaty, but she got it. You might want to just <laughs> get a couple of notes from her. So, but she used everything that she had. She used her height, her cage, mm-hmm. and she she got the victory. I'm I'm really not mad at it, and I'm really looking forward to see her fight again. So, see the difference with Parsons and, and Elder. Parsons was no Elder was always he was really good about getting his body turned. Yes, and he was so it's just like and like you said, they was all slippery. So like they were in the first round, so they was still still like that little bit of damp where where everything's still like sticky like and and grindy Mm -hmm. so that was just elite that was the so some elite stuff but she is elite herself so i'm i'm ready for that i'm ready for her next fight it's gonna be great yeah she you know she looking for she looking for somebody with the belt she, that's what she looking. come find me they, that's what they need she to be saying for, come she, find me she's looking for somebody with the belt but uh that was a no cap recap let's let's skim over the the font vera uh card real quick all right real quick real quick yeah and look at any that names that that stand out mm-hmm. any names mm-hmm. okay francisco figueredo Daniel Figueredo's brother, you know, he's going against uh, Daniel Lasarda, flyweight, Gerald Mearshart versus Jocko, Darren Old Man Elkins. Old Man. Derek the Train Elkins. Yeah, that, but that's the thing, like, he a, he a beast. That old man strength is a real yep. thing. It's a real fucking thing. So, like, you don't <laughs> knock him out. Derek Gordon versus Grant Dawson. Grant Dawson, I think he trains out of here. Andre Feely versus Brito. They got some good fights. Arlovsky, Jake Collier, then Rob Font, Marlon Vera. Ooh, who you got? Who you got? You know, the good thing about this this, this card is I don't I don't have any bias. <laughs> so it's just gonna be good fights. I, I'm just hoping to just see good fights. Yeah, I'm I'm betting on this one. 
I'm making some bets on this one. Okay, do what you got to do. For sure. I think, I think Rob Font going to do this. I think Rob Font. You think Font, so? Yeah, Rob okay. Font is just like a level's better. That's but I haven't up. seen Marlon, Marlon Vera in a while. But this is going to speak to if Sean O'Malley should be up in the top five. Oh. That's right. Yeah, Marlon Vera was like pretty much the biggest test so far for Sean O'Malley. And Rob Font is Marlon Vera's biggest challenge, so. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with that. It should be a good fight then. Hell yeah. I'm in there. That was No Cap Recap. That's next week. Make sure y'all go find us at Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you catching up with us soon. It's going to be some merch coming out. Watch watch, watch out. Real one, roundhouse collabs. <laughs> Make sure you uh, subscribing, tuning in with us. Catching us on uh, Apple, Spotify, we we out here, you yeah, know. In them streets. What you got to say, B? We out here in the streets. <laughs> no, you are. You got to bring Ooh. your ass back home in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, coming off tour soon. You know? <laughs> I'll be all, I'll be home soon, my love. You know, I've been on tour on the road doing shows, you know. <laughs> I haven't done shows anywhere. Nah, I see how they're doing shows. <laughs> You're on the road, going to shows and stuff. <laughs> that's more like it, yes. Yeah, very true. But all right, you know, it's been another episode of the Roundhouse Roundtable. I appreciate y'all rocking with us. And thank you, B, for stopping by again. Always, always in the cut. Always yeah, clutch. Thank you. I appreciate it. Love ya. Love y'all. We out of here. We out. <laughs> all right, I'm going to let this. I'm like, <laughs> nah, I'm, I gotta get that smile a bit too. That's right. right, use a heat as a sword. Cause keeping peace is important. Yeah, they go keys for you. Say please. That's one, please. Don't need. No one, that's two, please. Don't leave. That's three, four. If you do.